Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Hello and welcome back to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. My name is Yang Pratt and I'm your host as well as your partner in this journey into parenting through the arts. This is episode number 85 and today we're talking all about managing expectations. A couple of days ago we launched the first day of our 17th season in business as a performing arts school. Now that's a huge milestone for me and for just business in general, I believe, that 17 years later, we're still being able to impact lives and share our message of the arts with parents who choose to come to us for classes every week. With that being said, When people come to us for classes and they're new to the experience, we need to help them by managing expectations. What does that mean? Well, before our students come to class, we like to set them up for success and send them some information about what to expect on the first day. Who is going to greet you? Where are you gonna go? How are things gonna play out? Our first day is generally filled with lots of information for both parents and our students, so everyone has a good sense of where we're headed together. It really does take a whole team or a whole village, a whole tribe, whatever word works for you. It really does take more than just a parent to help raise and nurture a child to grow up to become independent and confident and to grow into the leaders we know our kids can be. And this all begins with managing expectations. So as you are seeking out activities for your kids in the arts or otherwise, here are a couple of tips that you can use to help manage your own expectations about participation in certain activities. The number one tip that I'll give you is that when you're seeking out activities, take some time to find out more about the activity you're seeking, the person who's running it, and really dive into what is their culture? What is their philosophy? Does their philosophy match up with the philosophy of your family? For instance, in my Performing Arts Academy, one of our core values is to put family first. What does that mean? Well, even though I'm a teacher and a business owner, I sometimes need to step back and be a mom and a wife and put those other hats aside. 
And if there are family events happening for our students, we absolutely encourage that and know that family is more important than anything. So we will encourage our kids to experience the family reunions and do those things. And sometimes those things do conflict with dates we have set aside for showcases or performances or service projects. However, with our whole philosophy in Family First, we definitely want to support families in their endeavors. So as you're seeking out opportunities, find out the values and the philosophy. Does it match with yours? If you are looking at dance, for instance, and the studios in your area, there are a couple of them that you can choose from. Maybe one of them is really heavily into the competitive scene. Does that match with what you want for your child? We need to be able to manage your expectations and you need to understand what to expect when you go into those environments. If competition is not something that you would advocate for your child in dance, then maybe a studio that is focused on bringing more value and more impact in their community through service projects. And that's what we do locally. We actually last year partnered up with our local assisted living facility. And rather than doing a big staged production, we chose to be of service to a community of people who don't often have an opportunity to leave the facility to enjoy things like music or dance. So we brought that experience to them. And it was such a remarkable experience for everyone involved because the residents were so invested and so excited in having our kids be there, not only for a showcase, but to practice and get ready for that show all week long. So really consider what the business or what the activity values as far as being able to match up with your expectations and your own personal values as a family. We also want to consider the commitment. Is the activity you're considering very short? Maybe it's designed to give your kids a taste of something new. Maybe it's an art class where they're learning how to be exposed to different mediums, and maybe it happens over six weeks. In that case, that's super to be able to put our kids into an environment where they're able to experience a lot of different things over a short span of time. And then at the end, they're able to choose which activities really resonate with them, which ones light them up, and which ones they would like to continue with. As our kids get older, it's expected that if we want them to really excel at a sport, at an art form, we really need to put in some time here. I'm always amazed when parents reach out to us and their kids have a desire to get their point shoes. So those are the special shoes that ballerinas get where they can dance on their very tippy toes. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, a lot of effort to get those things. But because of mainstream TV making it look so easy, the perception is that everyone can do it. So we need to be able to help manage our kids' expectations and let them know what's realistic. 
I mean, if we're talking about the whole endeavor of getting point shoes, then it's really a long process and kids need to understand that they have to put in or be willing to put in the time and the effort it takes to get those things. I know after a couple years of taking ballet, for instance, girls definitely have a dream of getting these shoes, not really understanding that it could take five or six more years of repeated study, not just the once a week, but the two or three or four times a week of intensive study where they're going through a lot of repetition, gaining a lot of strength, understanding what's required of them to be able to reach that goal. So helping our kids manage their expectations of an activity is also really important. And when you're enrolling your kids in activities, understanding what the expectation is of you as a parent with that organization. To use our school as an example again, we are a school that is very hands-on. We believe that the success of a child comes from the partnership between the child, the parent, and us as mentors. If one of those pieces is missing, it's really difficult for that child to make adequate progress, we feel. So if parents are not willing to commit to being engaged with what we're doing, our communication messages, if they're looking for a place to just drop and dash their kids, we are certainly not the place to bring their kids. There are certainly organizations who are set up to fill that very need. So if that is what you need in your life, that is fine. You just need to be able to seek out an organization, a business, or an activity that matches that need. So again, as we head deeper into the school year and we're looking for activities for our kids, we need to be able to manage our expectations across the board. We as parents need to manage our own expectations and need to understand what our commitment is to the process of whatever activity our kid chooses. We need to help our kids manage the expectation of what the outcome could be from participating or not participating in certain activities. And we need to understand the expectation of our relationship with any activity we're getting involved in. Do we need to be hands-on? Is it a hands-off kind of activity? We just really wanna make sure that all around that we are informing ourselves and understanding that no matter what our kids choose to do, there's a level of work and a commitment on our part as a parent to help them learn the skills of showing up, really finishing what they start, and, and finding activities that really just bring them so much joy. If our kids are joyful, that helps us as parents experience more joy as well. So as we end today's episode, if you have questions about managing expectations, whether for yourself or for your kids, or maybe you have questions about how to interact and better manage the expectation of an activity, please let me know. You can reach out to me at the website, artsmartparenting.com, and I'm happy to walk you through or give you my advice on how to better manage our expectations in this new school year.
Now, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you a favor. If you are loving this podcast, would you share us with a friend? And if you are a regular listener of the podcast, I would absolutely be honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. The more ratings and reviews we have on our podcast, the more likely it is for new people to be able to come in and hear this message. So if today's episode has resonated with you, please share it and please rate and review us over on iTunes. And I just want to give you a heads up. As we head into 2018, I know it's still three months away, but we're already planning that far ahead. We have some fun, exciting, and really big changes happening here on the podcast, as well as across the entire brand of ArtSmart Parenting. So be on the lookout for all those fun, exciting new things coming down the road. And I will catch you, my friends, on another episode of the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. To really accelerate your ability to unleash your child's superpowers and raise smarter kids through the arts, we're creating loads of new resources, ways to connect, and ways to celebrate your successes. You can join our free Facebook community by visiting theartsmartparent.com or just search up Raising Smart Kids 2.0 on Facebook. I look forward to seeing you inside our community.